Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner, Wade Chessman. Welcome in to the Money Night Podcast. I'm Ben George, joined by Wade Chessman. He is a certified financial planner and a certified kingdom advisor at Chessman Wealth Strategies. Today is going to help make sure we don't flirt with disaster. Wade, <laughs> welcome in. We're count, we're counting on you today, man. Yeah, man. We don't want to. We don't want disaster. We've seen enough of disasters in the world. We don't need any more for our financial life as well. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited about talking about this topic. Yeah, we don't ever want to use the word disaster when we're talking about our retirement plan. No, so, <laughs> no. That's why today we got five different items that maybe you overlook. Right? You might not pay much attention to, but could be very, very significant trouble areas if you aren't paying attention. So we will get into that in just one second. I'll remind you too, you can find this podcast, all of our podcasts, plus everything that that Wade offers. A great website too, chessmanwealth.com. Tons of resources there. If you're kind of getting into financial planning or want to just learn more, tons of things to educate yourself with there on the website, chessmanwealth.com. All right, let's go through five trouble areas that could end up in disaster if you're not careful. So you might be teetering right now. We want to make sure you're aware of these things and make adjustments as needed. Let's start off with out-of-date legal documents. And I can, I can assume that you know we, this is kind of a set and forget for a lot of people, right? You take care of some legal documents, don't think about them for a while, or you just keep putting them off, right? Yeah, I think a lot of times what we see is people don't have any documents. You know, I'm, I'm people with significant estates, just haven't done it. So that's something we want to think about. But a lot of times too, you'll see documents that just haven't been looked at, you know, 10, 15 years. And, you know, those documents aren't, it's really not set and forget it. You need to review it every five or six years or so. I recently, a couple of years ago, updated my documents just because uh, my dad was listed in, as a lot of the, playing a lot of the roles. And my dad's getting, you know, he's in his seventies now and Maybe he wasn't the best fit anymore, so I changed things over to my brother. So it just made more sense because of the age and things like that. So that's an example of you know things change in life. You know, people that you once maybe had listed in there to do certain things aren't either able to or maybe aren't a good fit. You know, a lot of times we'll have a, for example, have like a power of attorney that's ten years old. You know, financial institutions don't want to take a ten-year-old document. So. Definitely an important thing to look at. You'll see people come in. I'll see people come in that have, you know, wills and other documents that are designed for somebody that doesn't have any two nickels to rub together, but they're still operating under this this old system, this old paradigm that you know, they don't think, oh, oh yeah, it's been twenty years and I've accumulated all these different things. So yeah, out of date legal documents or not having any. Unfortunately, I see that more than anything. That's definitely flirting with disaster. Yeah, let's, you know, too many people don't have any at all, you know, so make sure this is not you and uh, you'll be able to avoid that disaster. All right, kind of in this similar, similar vein, incorrect beneficiary designations. And this, I guess, is more of a set it and forget it where, you know, you, you, you open up a retirement account or wherever you have these beneficiaries and you go ahead and put them in, you get them updated and you say, okay, good to go. Now I'm taking care of if anything happens, but life happens and so many changes happen along the way to where you probably want to update these pretty consistently, but many people don't. Yeah. Part of what we do when people come in for reviews is we do a beneficiary designation review because 
things again, things change. You know, you you might have had an account before you got married. You had your mom listed as your beneficiary. Now that you're married, you know, obviously you might want to change that. Here's one thing I see a lot, Ben, is we've got an IRA, for example, and we've got the spouse listed as the primary desert, you know, beneficiary, and we don't have any contingent beneficiaries listed, like the kids and things like that. And it's a lot easier to for an individual when you leave an IRA to an individual, it's a lot better than leaving it to your estate. When you leave it to your estate, it creates all kinds of complications, makes things a lot more complicated. So definitely we want to review this periodically because again, not only do things change in your life, people in your life change, but you, you want to avoid some of the complexities of not having proper beneficiaries listed. And another example, this is a complex example, but there's been some changes to the law because of the CARES Act and things like that, the way IRAs are treated for beneficiaries. And a lot of us used to have trust as our tr- primary beneficiary for our kids, for example. But because of tax law changes, that's not as advan- advantageous as it used to be. That's one that would take a little bit more explanation, but just suffice to say that it is definitely important that you, this is reviewed, updated, uh, looked at, because you know the beneficiary designation, it doesn't matter what you put in your will uh, or your trust, the beneficiary designations will override that. So the other thing that's important to do is to make sure that your beneficiary designations match your estate plan. So for example, if you have a complicated or you have a trust, for example, that's created upon your death and it's there for your kids or grandkids and you want to make sure that there's money to fund that. Well, if your life insurance policy has a beneficiary designation on going to an individual, then that money's not going to go per your will, for example. So again, another reason to make sure that not only do you have the proper beneficiaries set up, hey, that you even have beneficiaries set up. That's a I see that all the time right. too, but that you have the proper beneficiaries set up, that you look at contingent beneficiaries, and that you make sure that the beneficiaries that you list on your life insurance and other plans match what you're trying to do in your state plan. So they, the two need to work in congruence with one another. That's the second one we want to go through. Now let's talk about taxes. Wait, I know you always enjoy talking taxes. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's squeeze mm-hmm. that into the conversation here. Well, the problem here is, you know, people are often thinking year to year, right? You know, you're you're taking a, thinking about your tax filing. We're in the middle of tax season as we're recording this episode, and you're just thinking back on the past year and, and kind of how to get some tax breaks and minimize what you have to pay or uh, to to the IRS. But oftentimes we're not thinking out ahead into retirement and the taxes that might be coming down on the, those withdrawals and those tax deferred accounts that we've been putting a lot of money into. Yeah, you know, we've done a whole program on the tax time bomb and. The concerns that we have for not only for taxes in the future, uh, especially now with the printing press that we're doing, you know, all this debt we're accumulating, we're going to have to pay the piper someday. And one of the ways that I think it's going to happen is we're going to have inflation, but we're also going to have increased taxes in the future. So, you know, we've been kind of conditioned to put it, and this is a good thing. Let's put money in our retirement accounts. Let's max those out. Let's save money. That's great. But at some point, you're going to have to take that money out and you're going to have to pay taxes on it. And a lot of us just haven't thought about what that's actually going to look like. That's something we do when you know we do planning. We look at the future and we show you, hey, here's what taxes may look like. Hey, we're using today's tax rates. We're not even using what, you know, we have no idea what tax rates will be in the future. 
It right. can change pretty easily. You know, the, the tax code changes quite a bit. You've heard me talk about the story of a famous actor who, when he was at, in his acting days, he would do two movies and he'd basically stop because anything he made above those two movies was mostly all, almost all the way taxed. That was Ronald Reagan. So hmm. there's been periods in our time in our history when tax rates have been super, super high, a lot higher than they are right now. So if, if you have all your money in tax deferred accounts, hey, now would be a great time to be thinking about that and looking at what are some things, things you can do today to possibly give you less, uh, have less tax liability in the future. There are things you can do today that will help you in the future. So yeah, I'm a big, that's a big disaster waiting to happen for a lot of people. It's just all the taxes that they have coming down the pike. Yep. Another, another area that people get hit oftentimes, uh, kind of unexpected expenses in retirement comes from long-term care. And we, we've talked about healthcare and, and how much it's increased over the years, but long-term care is another area that many people just don't don't take into account or just say, hey, this is doesn't really affect me right now. We're going to figure it out later. Yeah, I understand that. It's not something you want to think about. And just it's like any other insurance, right? Long-term care, you got three choices really. You can be poor where you don't need it and you're just going to rely on Medicaid or the state pay for it. You can be super, super wealthy and you can self-insure. Although a lot of people that are in that position choose to leverage that possibility through the use of insurance. Or three, you can have some kind of long-term care insurance. And I've always told people, you don't have to necessarily buy a Cadillac. You could buy a nice Buick, right? So in other words, you want a policy or some protection that will help supplement your other sources of income, social security, pensions, investments. You know, the thing about long-term care is that it can be so expensive that it forces people to eat away some of their hard-earned principle because they're having to spend more money than they planned on. So the, what I see, I see long-term care as a way to supplement your other sources of income, give you more flexibility. You know, there's lots of ways to kind of figure that out, but I'm a big fan of making sure that you've, if not, if you don't have long-term care, will your plan support the additional costs that may come up if you need some kind of extended care in the future? So not having, you know, not planning for long-term care, that's another, that, that can be an, an issue. Another one that I'll point out, well, you know, maybe we'll leave that for the fifth one. And, and that would be one that isn't talked about a lot, but that is um, liability protection, you know? Okay. So we've talked about all these different disasters. Another one that people sometimes flirt with is they, if you think about what could cause your retirement not to work out, Ben, well, one of them, you know, is we just talked about long-term care. You need some kind of extended long-term care illness, and it's going to just eat away your principal. You know, another one is the market gets cratered, and we can talk about ways to protect against that. But another one that people don't often talk about is, you know, what happens if you're driving down the road and you accidentally get in an accident and someone dies and they sue you? That could wipe away a lot of your assets as well. Yeah. So. I'd say the fifth one that people flirt with a lot of times, they drive around with you know, very low liability protection. They don't think about the fact that this is a litigious society and they would, people would love to sue you. And so you know, one of the things we talk to folks about is, hey, let's review that auto and homeowners policy. Let's make sure that you have plenty of coverage. Let's make sure that you have, if, if, if necessary, an umbrella policy. I was talking to one of my um, 
my insurance agent the other day when I went in to review my policies just to make sure that I was in good shape. And he was telling me about an example of someone who was, I think it was a VRBO. He was out, out of town. Well, he when he was there, he left the stove on and he burned the kitchen down of the oh, place wow. he was staying in. Now, that is covered by your homeowner's insurance. Hmm. But let's say that he had burned it down and there was someone in the adjoining room and someone had died. They'd sued him. Yeah, that's, that'd still be under his homeowner policy, but it, that may not be enough coverage to settle all the claims. That's where the umbrella policy would come in. So I'd say the fifth thing that people a lot of times flirt with is just not having proper liability protection. You know, a lot of your assets, at least in Texas, IRAs, houses, pensions, things like that, those are protected. But there's a lot of things that aren't. You know, you inherit a bunch of money and then next two weeks later, you're su- subject to a lawsuit. They could got to go after that money. So I'd say that's the fifth flirting with disaster that often isn't talked about. And that's making sure you have proper uh, liability protection. So I just thought I'd throw that one in yeah. and talk about it. Yeah, that's a good one. And that's a great one to add to the list. And I think what's important to remember in all this conversation is, hey, don't just be aware of these, you know, take action. And that's right. you know, the best way to do that, right, is to work with someone like yourself that is going to take in all these pieces of the puzzle, not just worry about your investments or, you know, where you're putting your money, but all these other things that could really uh, weigh even more on your future if you don't take care of them. I 100% agree. You know, you could have the best portfolio in the world, but if you don't have the proper planning around it, it may not do you any good. Yeah, absolutely. So if you want to get in touch with Wade, if you want to kind of start that conversation, look over some of these areas, make sure you are doing the right uh, things, taking the right steps. You can find Wade online at chessmanwealth.com. You can schedule an appointment there. You can listen to our podcast there as well. And if you haven't, please subscribe to the show. We got a new episode coming every couple of weeks, and uh, we appreciate if you had that downloaded right to you. Spread the word as well. Help us keep sharing the podcast. Anybody that wants to learn more, continue to educate themselves in the world of financial planning. This this podcast is a, is a good for them to help them do that. So, Wade, we appreciate the time today. We're going to try to avoid disaster, as <laughs> always, and I think you've helped us with that. Awesome. The opinions voiced in Money Night with Wade Chessman are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Monday night are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor.